Welcome to the Forest FM podcast, episode 11. I'm your host, Killian Vigna, and today I'm joined by Zoe Below Springer, your co host. So, in this episode, um, Zoe's latest blogs continues on from the topic of protecting your online reputation. So, we're going to kick to start that with the easiest methods to get more sell on Facebook reviews, followed by some February sell on marketing ideas to help you spread the love uh, coming up to Valentine's. We're going to finish this off then by inviting a special guest, our Forest Salon software trainer, Helen, to highlight how salon meetings can help truly motivate your team. This podcast is produced every Monday morning for your enjoyment with a cup of coffee on your day off. Now, let's get into the show. So Zoe, last week we talked a lot about the topic online reputation, how it was important to have the the Google business pages and good feedback and reviews on your page. Because I suppose if if someone's going to compare between two salons, they're going to go with the one with more reviews. Exactly, yeah. So that brings us into this week's blog then, you've kind of continued that theme. Yeah, because uh, we put a lot of focus on Google and Yelp and, and, you know, we didn't really talk about Facebook. And in our latest online reputation course um, with Forest Academy, um, Chris Brennan was explaining how you could send out an email to clients to request reviews on um, Google and Yelp and all those kind of channels, right? But for Facebook, it's kind of a little different. You, The, the easiest way would actually be to ask those requests through Facebook yeah. so that they don't actually have to change and flick through pages. Yeah, you don't want people to leave a platform to come back to a platform or <coughs> Yeah, because it's Gmail. just kind of yeah. annoying. Like, yeah. Keep it simple. Exactly. So there's this one way that you can do this, and it's basically just creating an ad. So you don't actually have to create a post on your page being like, please review our page. So they'd be your boosted posts that people yeah. usually do, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That would be that boosted post. But you don't actually have to do that. You can have an ad running through Facebook targeting, targeting the people who have interacted with your page without having this post um, loud and clear on your page, you know? Yeah. So you go into, the, there's a video that, that walks it through uh, the entire thing, but basically what you do is you go into your ad manager and then you create a campaign from there. And that, bo- that post, you can target people who have interacted with your page only. So you're only targeting the people that you really want them to review your page. Yeah. Um, and that way you don't have that little post that you don't necessarily want everyone to see, uh, like you're begging for requests or whatever. Yeah, so it'd be, I suppose, an engagement ad is what you're looking for because exactly, you want people yeah. to actually interact with the post, but you don't want to sitting on your profile. So how that ad is going to look is, it's like normal when you're going through your time feed, you'll see sponsored yeah. and it'll pop up. But that will not appear on your Facebook profile. So you can still have kind of your valuable content and stuff like exactly, that. And yeah. you're not mixing your ads in with your your salon's content. Yeah. Um, and the other interesting thing to do uh, with that kind of ad is give an incentive for them to leave a review because... If you don't you're just want it to asking, be all take. Yeah, because, like, of course, like, if you're just asking, please review our page, what's the benefit for me? Yeah. Um, so you can ask them to review your page, explaining why you want them to review it. So we care about our customer service. We want to know if, like, if everything's going well with you. Uh, do you have any suggestions? Leave us a comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can offer like a little goodie bag on their next appointment in exchange for a review. And there's like loads of little incentives like that that you can leave in your in your um, text of the ad, so that people will be more inclined to leave a review. And does Facebook? Does every Facebook page have the review section already set up, or do you have to go in and no, get that, that going? Yeah, depending. If you don't have it set up, there is a way to set it up really easy. Um, and basically, you have to go in your general settings, 
and from there, um, there's going to be a section, a tab where it says reviews, and it's basically a matter of clicking on and off if you have it or if you don't have it. Um, so make sure you have that set up before yeah, you go before through it. Before you put ad. that post, because yeah, people will look for it and won't be able to post a review. So yeah, um, but that's definitely like the the most easiest way to do it on on Facebook. Um, and like I said, there's a there there's a, an entire walkthrough video um, on that blog post this week. So I'd suggest uh, you check that out. Cool. So now that we know how to get our reviews and stuff on Facebook, let's move over to, I suppose, the next biggest event that's coming up for salon owners. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to go through just a couple of um, some salon marketing ideas. Can that help you share the love, I suppose? Yeah. So we have a blog here and a couple of ideas like products and the treat gift boxes. They were the big yeah. ones that we were talking about. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's one. It's just because like mo- most people will associate February and uh, February to Valentine's Day and associate Valentine's Day to being in a relationship. But not mm-hmm. everybody is going to be in a relationship. And exactly. if you don't want to alienate clients, uh, you're better off creating and uh, taking a different angle and creating like little packages that everybody can buy and give to their loved ones, whether they are in a relationship or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's for your retail, and that could be really, really easy. And you could just market it being like uh, treat yourself or um, any kind of you know self love kind of uh, kind of vibe. So don't just be focused on I suppose the whole couple side of it thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. So some ideas we have here then. Um, what have we got? We've got oh, so yeah, there's the, there's this one about the samples, uh, product samples that I've actually highlighted in a Facebook Live last week. Um, this one's actually cre- quite cool, but uh, it, it depends on if you have uh, the ability to get samples from your suppliers. Um, but if you do, what you can do is use little scratch cards or, and make them um, have them created by uh, a company in your local area. And basically, this that you'd say you'd have three products and you have. Uh, a 50, 100, and another 75 samples of these three products, you can create the same amount in um, scratch cards and people, you give them out at the end of the appointments and people just scratch and get like this surprise little gift and it's a product sample. But you try to do that with products that can be used on a daily basis because that that will create like... Um, dependency effect kind of yeah. kind of thing so if they find that it actually works for them and they can have they, they, they use it on a daily basis they're going to come back to you because you're the one who provided that to them so it automatically associates yeah so it's not like if you went into your local shop and you got the the national lotto ticket or the la- national scra- uh, scratch card <laughs> where yeah. you have to you can go back to any sh- any shop and redeem that again it's like the gift cards yeah. you've given out this scratch card that can only be re- redeemed back in your salon and I'm just looking at the blog. You you don't even have to pay to get the scratch cards made yourself. You have a link there to, yeah, to make link, it yourself. Yeah, there's a there's a, a DIY method of doing it. It could be kind of long and and if you like if you have many and you're planning on doing maybe 400, 500, it could be kind of long. So yeah, I'd you might want to pay for your own. Yeah, then. yeah but, but if yeah, uh, if, if you're having just a little few ones, yeah, sure, go ahead. Yeah, exactly, like something for your most loyal guys, because I think it's just what silver paint and a bit of washing yeah, up liquid. It's pretty much that. Yeah. yeah. So um, it's quite simple. And it's a great idea. And like that, because you've given out the card, it has to be redeemed back in your salon. Yeah. So, um, yeah, just a couple of other things then we have to support that Valentine's campaign. So we always recommend think your campaign about four, uh, usually a month ahead. But we're coming up with Valentine's, <coughs> it's just one day. So you kind of two weeks ahead would be enough time to plan yeah. really for this one. So if you had a look in your forest email marketing section, we actually have a template done up here. And 
you know, the typical Happy Valentine's email template. And it's a new template as well. Like, we've updated these templates. Exactly, yeah. So we're going to talk a bit more about the templates uh, that are being uploaded to the system later on. But for this Valentine's one, we have... Now, it is just a template. You have to fill in the gaps, but you have the likes of... Um, the the boxes that we talked mm-hmm. about yeah and again just fill in those blanks there so it could be a products and treats gift box so they're the samples yeah exactly um, and then the other one we have is you have a bit of gift cards in there as well and you like there's obviously graphics in there that that are already there if you want to use them feel free to use them yep. you can change them as well and um, it's very very customizable and it's quite easy yeah just yeah like all templates just always remember to replace salon name with your name import phone your numbers, web your yeah. phone number your web link and any book online buttons or facebook buttons just make sure they're all linked up but yeah that template is already uploaded to the system and i've just been talking to the grow guys there earlier on they have sent us over something like uh one two ten valentine's sms templates yeah so they're going to be pushing them on the 2nd of february so me- email is going to go out it's a standard monthly email get into contact with them and they'll help you with your valentine's sms campaigns i'm just looking there's a couple of ones here like hi uh, sarah love is in the hair and things like those so yeah. they are they're well be thought your own out valentine <laughs> yeah exactly yeah so um yeah they're cool check those out uh, the sms is going to start february and the email templates already uploaded there this blog actually, um, there's a, a marketing toolkit that you can download for free um, on that blog. So definitely, you know, go onto that blog, just click a little download uh, link, and you're set to go for February. Um, and they're your images, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's there's loads you. of graphics in there. So you've got like uh, Facebook ads graphics that you can use. Uh, there's Instagram graphics that you can use as well. So they're all uh, they're all free to use. And again, they're not just targeted to couples exactly, or people in no. relationships. Uh, targeted to everyone. Yeah. And just before we move on from the val- uh, move on from the Valentines, I just want to finish it off with saying. Just remember who your client base are because you want to do that sort of cross-promoting thing. Mm -hmm. If most of your clients are going to be female, maybe try a little um, an ad on Facebook targeting males in your area. So if you're selling the gift cards or anything like that, that's a great opportunity to start targeting men. Exactly, yeah. So the last blog then that we have this week is... Was from our guest blogger, Valerie Delforge, uh, from uh, founder and CEO at uh, Delforge & Co. Mm -hmm. Uh, You've probably read a few of her blogs before, but um, so this week she's talking about salon meetings and how it can actually help motivate your team. And for this, we have Helen from our forest training team with us today. So Helen, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? (laughs) Good, good. Good stuff. Um, so yeah, basically, like you've had five years working in a salon, haven't you? Yeah. And then you're with Forest about a year, two years. Yeah. Yeah. So you've seen, I suppose, because you were telling us earlier that you never really had meetings in your salon or stuff like that, but now you're in Forest, you seem like there's meetings nearly every week. Yeah. So it was a bit of a change going from like a team, like a small enough team, and we didn't have meetings to coming in here and. I suppose there's lots of different things going on and you kind of need to keep in the loop. Like you might have different people on different schedules. So it's pretty much kind of the same standard that you'd have in a salon. I suppose the difference with a salon is some of you might be on reception, some are doing treatments, some are, you know, managers, some are owners who might not be in the business all the time. So there is probably loads more different things going on. And I think... It's so important to keep the team in the loop because what happens then is somebody will relay a message to others and, you know, if they're nipping off, they're trying to get somebody else to inform somebody and 
it ends up being that kind of Chinese whispers kind of thing or mm-hmm. you're telling somebody midway through a treatment they're not really getting maybe the context of what they're saying or the plans and things like that. Yeah, because so you wouldn't be fully concentrating on getting exactly, a message if you're yeah. concentrating on a treatment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it can be a bit misleading and I think sometimes when messages might not be coming from the right people it can be a little bit um what's the word like maybe daunting to them they're not sure why it wasn't maybe explained from that person why it's being explained from this person so i think meetings kind of put all that kind of uncertainty at bay and everybody's Mm -hmm. kept in the loop and it can be nice to keep people maybe it's not something that's directly important to them or Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily directly impacting their role but it's still nice that they know okay well i appreciate being given that information and you know what maybe there's something that i can do in my job role to help that or benefit that in the long run or in the future and we talk about like so we're talking about meetings here and I know that word alone is enough to scare people because they think <laughs> of everyone being locked in a boardroom for an hour discussing ideas like they, they don't have to be an hour long it's very rare to have to be an hour long like if yeah. you have the mindset of I tell you what every morning we're going to do a 10 minute meeting just max a 10 minute carry an egg timer or something with you because these are the most productive meetings when you have that I suppose that moderator role someone who's mm-hmm. keeping the meeting out of flow stops anyone going off topic always brings it back to the general um, what the meeting was in the first place and when it gets to a stage where people are just waffling or I suppose there's yeah. no more real benefit of the meeting just call an end to it so like what we do every morning with the marketing we get up and there's chat for about five minutes yeah there's six of us yeah. we have our copy book what did we do yesterday what are we going to do today what are our targets and goals just very standard stuff and it doesn't even feel like a meeting because we just stand up and have chit chat for five minutes yeah and that's and all it, it just, is like, it just gives everybody an idea of what's going on in different departments even if we're all in the marketing team mm. we all work on different pro- uh, projects so yeah. it just gives you an idea okay this person's doing this and this person's doing that so if I need to you know do this other project and need help with someone else well I know that that person will be available today or that kind of vibe yeah, yeah. and like Helen was saying there about <coughs> the whole um, so they didn't have meetings to just pass around messages so eventually you were just passing a message and you never felt like you could actually get involved in that meeting or have any decision with it so do you feel now like you feel a lot more heard or whatever yeah like it's like every salon will be different like you will have salons that maybe have management meetings but like even when i'm speaking to people on training um like you know what some things some owners want to keep separate from some of their staff some want to include them and i do think definitely there's certain elements where you don't really know what your staff could bring to the table so you're not going to know unless you have that chat with them yeah and um like that you know it could be somebody has that hidden talent and you're not really going to discover unless you kind of include everybody and you know bring that kind of to the surface so i think that's kind of the important side of things to do like get everybody on board get their feedback get their input Mm -hmm. you know you never know that my person might get you an extra thousand pounds or something along the way by their <laughs> just by a, so a spark of an idea exactly yeah and you know what it's you don't it'll help them because like as a salon owner or manager you don't want to have to take all the pressure i think it'd be nice for you know them to come up with the idea and the creativity side of it so maybe that takes a little bit ease off you and then you can focus on something else 
but it's giving your staff, I suppose, encouraging your staff to be more confident mm-hmm. and suggesting ideas with your salon. Because, I mean, like you've hired a staff for a reason. Obviously, they've good skills. They're going to work with your brand, going to work with your salon. Now let them think of ideas to help mm-hmm. you. So start thinking outside the box. Like, it's all well and good to go, oh, they're very quiet or they're an introvert or whatever. So the first few meetings, we're not saying it's going to be too productive for the first few, but I suppose after a month of doing meetings, your staff are going to feel more confident. It's going to become habit. Mm-hmm. So we talk about, and Andy Bound said this on the Salon Summit, it's like, it's not inspiring your staff or your clients every day. It's getting them into a habit to be inspired. Yeah. So if your staff, are, they know they have to go to a 10-minute meeting every single week, they're going to get on with it and they're going to start given more ideas too they're going to start getting involved because it's become habit all of a sudden yeah and they'll kind of like i'm personally i was never a huge fan of meetings to begin with no and um forest has probably been the company in which i've had the most meetings and <laughs> and it's and actually it has been great in terms of creative process and stuff like that because you're pitching ideas off and you're bouncing off of them with everyone and it's actually it actually does help like i in the first place i'd get into meetings and I'm kind of a shy person, wouldn't have much to say and mostly listen to people. And now I actually pitch in ideas and I, I never thought I would actually do that throw back six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> so it does really have an impact. I think as well, one thing that like salon owners or the team will say, oh, I have a full column, I don't have time for that. We don't want to, you know, close the salon for an hour to have our team meeting. Like as Killian, you said, it doesn't have to be that long. Mm-hmm. And the one thing probably about most salons is they normally come in maybe 10 minutes early or fin- finish 10 minutes after their schedule to, like, clean up or set yeah. up and things like that. So even like that, add your five minutes in there. Like, it could be literally one sentence from everybody. But it kind of is then, like, a team-building thing because... If you're trusting somebody to be able to, you know, give everybody an update or you're trusting, you know, with them with yeah. the information, they're all going to trust each other. And as you said, Zoe, you get feedback from people, yeah. you know, you help each other. Can you do this for me? And then I'll do that for you. And it just kind of works a little bit smoother with your, your team, yourself, your managing kind of style mm-hmm. and just the salon then as a whole. They kind of see it then as a little bit more like a family and your clients yeah. will pick up on that then. And every now and then, like, your meetings don't have to be all, like, work-related. Like, say, once a month, maybe you can just have, like, that five, ten-minute meeting just to figure out, okay, let, let's plan out an activity for us all to do together. And, you know, that, that'll be, like, a little fun thing, and then you're actually having an activity, a team-building activity that you can do. And I mean, like, we could sit here and come up with ideas for you all day, but it's you and your staff, <clears throat> you understand each other best, so... I suppose see what works out for them. If you're not a team that's going to sit around a table and chat for 15 minutes, then don't do it. I mean, like if you saw Love Coffee, why not come in five minutes earlier, sit around the kitchen, have a coffee, or if you're out having a smoke, just do your meetings then. So it's a couple of minutes. So again, the staff, they feel like they're coming in to work. They're not coming in for a meeting. They're coming in for five minutes of chilling before work, essentially, Mm -hmm, or 10 minutes of chilling. Yeah, it's changing the, the meaning to the word meeting in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. <laughs> completely. Sounds so formal. Yeah, yeah, it does sound really formal. Don't even call it a meeting, just a brainstorm or a waffle. <laughs> <laughs> just waffling for five yeah, minutes and exactly. see what you get out of it. But you never know, like, it's going to take a couple of weeks for your team to get used to it, but eventually you're going to start seeing people gelling, ideas are going to come out, staff and the team are going to be on the same wavelength then because they know what the salon owner, you, want and you understand how your staff work then. So thanks a million for that, uh, for coming in with that, Helen, because 
like it would have been all well and good to have someone talk about meetings in salons but I think it's even better that you never had meetings so to come in and I suppose the before and after and now you see the benefits of it and saying I wish yeah. we did that back in our salon yeah. so thanks for joining us today no and problem thanks so much for having me <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess that kind of rounds up uh, the topics for today but we do have a few webinars coming up so there's one today and it's uh, the salon Facebook expert webinar um, that's going on at 3pm uh, UK in Ireland time uh, that's 10am US Eastern EST. time yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> basically the New York area <laughs> exactly. 10am yeah, and 3pm for the UK in Ireland uh, so don't miss that uh, I'll put a link up on their Facebook if you haven't signed up yet for it so um, that's that and then we have the next one coming up would be uh, there's one uh, on the 6th of February and that's the uh, retail webinar and that's going to be a brand new one, first edition. And then we also have a client retention one coming up a little later. So um, don't miss that either. But that's all um, on our Facebook page events uh, as well. So if you need the dates and, and such, you can head over there to, to check it out. Um, apart from that, we want your advice. Yeah. Um, so basically, whatever platform you're using it on, we, we want to start... I suppose, changing the direction of the show. We want to find out what you actually want to hear. So we're looking for your feedback and advice. So if you're listening to it through iTunes, Podbean, whatever, just um, give us an L review there. and A review, a comment. If you leave a comment on Facebook, maybe email yeah. us if you want. Or you, even yeah. hashtag Forest FM. Again, we're making the show for you. Um, we started off with the show with an idea we thought you'd be interested in hearing. And now we want to see what you actually want to hear. So... Thanks very much for tuning in today and we'll catch you next Monday. We'll catch you next Monday. All the best.